Do you want to talk about how you're feeling right now? Oh, so many questions. What does this mean? What do I do? <laughs> Go on! Tell them what you think! I liked it. I think your calculations may have been off. I think it's all right. I just have a lot of feelings. This pleases me. These are perfectly normal feelings. Do you even know what you sound like when you talk like that? Now, shall we begin? Come on, knock on our door. Come on, knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. We've been wanting to tell you all about what we're watching too. Welcome back, Real Feels fans, to another exciting episode of What Are You Watching? Hmm. I'm hmm. Drew. I'm Nathan. Go to watch it. Go to watch it. I'm Jack. <laughs> Ooh. What was that? There's some house music. House music. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. So what the hell are we watching? Well, I mean, aside from the obvious with our delightful, you know, watch of So I Married an Axe Murderer with episode 95 recently coming out. Coming up on 100. Getting there Ooh, <laughs> bit by a bit fortnightly. 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 So, uh, has Nathan, have you seen Malignant? No, I have not. <gasps> and I'm going to be honest. Bad Nathan. Don't know if I'm going to. I, Do you mind if Drew and I hit that just real quick? Like like a couple of uh, coke. I'm going to make like uh, coke. Uh, <laughs> coked out club kids in, in the bathroom stall. Go up a smoke break. There you go. Uh, so, I mean, hey, if we're going to hit up Malignant, for anybody that is listening and you have not watched James Wan's Malignant, spoilers, 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 spoilers. It's, it's so. bad. It's, it's good. Oh! It's good, but it's, it's bad. You watch your tongue. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. It was slow in the beginning. However, I was also distracted by a rather interesting soundtrack. But beautiful cinematography. The, I will give you that. The cinematography uh, it had some amazing hover, overhead shots following oh, through her she's through running house. through the house. But the big reveal at the end, the the it, you saw it coming. It, yeah, but it was sort of like watching MasterChef. And wow. halfway through, they <laughs> swapped it out donkey. to MasterChef Junior, and it just <laughs> ended up being like this big plate of crap see i don't necessarily know if that's like i mean that's just not me though the the, the first half of it was really slow and then you know you're kind of getting somewhere and you're following some clues the second half of this movie really sold me because that holding cell scene and she goes completely batshit crazy and gabriel comes alive and then in the police station and you're just watching her go completely nuts it's so bloody it's so fantastic and Fantastic. the entire time while I'm watching, hey, you know what? You put your air quotes down. Uh, <laughs> while I'm watching it, my brain is immediately thinking, and I don't wow. know why this came this up. This would be amazing. Is like, it, this is like a horror movie rat race. It, I look here, you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm that meme with like the chicken looking up oh, and then looking down and saying, listen here, you little shit. <laughs> See, I, I feel like it's the, the anime meme, like, is this cinematography? <laughs> so from from the holding cell to the actual police station you know shoot out and slash out my brain immediately went he they would make an amazing batman villain or like a I, like a I dark mean, man villain or something oh something but something like that see, the end reveal it was just it was so, it sold me down the river uh because it was so ridiculous when when gabriel is moving 
like backwards and like the limbs transition. It looked bad, oh, Drew. It. it didn't look good. I liked it. The cracking of the bones. Oh, and then like, no. the, I mean, the, although watching her like, you know, like unconscious deadpan face in the background, like when, when someone's looking at her dead on and they're just like, you know, calling to her and she's not really, you know, waking up, but it's Gabriel. I don't know. I, I was sold from that point. However, the ending, the ending I found to be just a little, mm, I don't know, just like let's pin a rose on it. And Bob it seemed Owen. too sweet. And it's all like, I'm going to lock you away where you're never going to get out. Or, yeah, no, no Please one's ever going to find you. Please go make Gabriel a bird. Make it fly far, far, <laughs> far, far away. Far, far away. It's like, you'll never be able to hold me forever. No, maybe not. But next time, I'll be ready and for meanwhile, you. Meanwhile, Jackson in there going, sometimes there's just not enough plots. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I gave it three and a half um, out of five because, uh, I mean, originally it was a four, but I think I was a little too hyped. And the more I thought about it, I'm like, no, let's let's take it down. I, I give it about a, it a 50, 60 percent. And, and that's like it's still fun to watch. It just gets real dumb, in my opinion. And it, it gets it edges into that territory where it's it's bad, but it's a good bad. Like it's like a it's like a greasy McDonald's cheeseburger at two in the morning sort of bad <laughs> it's like you you know you're 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 not gonna shit right tomorrow but uh you're enjoying the moment but uh all right what else oh let's see um in the same time that i watched malignant i viewed a fantastic little spanish horror movie but brand new called the last matinee and it's directed by maximiliano contenti i very much enjoy this it's super fun. I actually didn't even realize it was a Spanish horror film until I started it. And then by that time, I was like, well, I've already started it and I already rented it. And it's going to go bad if I don't watch it. So let's just watch it. And at that point, I was kind of like hesitant. But then getting into it, I really liked it. It had good pacing. It was a lot of fun. It had really clever lines, characters that you kind of got engaged with, but then suddenly were being taken out way sooner than you were expecting. People are locked inside of a theater. And there's a patron that is there, and he just starts taking out moviegoers one by one. In a in a way that is like they're all sitting down watching, and he's or like they're all running around trying, and he traps one in the bathroom type thing. Well, yes, okay. So like the first one that you do see, and this doesn't necessarily spoil it, but he gets a particular patron at a loud portion in the movie. So when he you know, goes in for the kill, you don't really hear it. And that patron also, he just kind of like slumps, you know, the person over. Uh, so it looks like they're sleeping. Uh, did they at least have the uh, shield or tractor beam generator uh, sound from Star or Star Wars? Boom. <laughs> so is this kind of like a, um, it was and a then there were none? Like, I think it was no, you. It was you. Not like no, 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 no. Not necessarily. It's it's kind of it's obvious as to like. I mean, obviously from the audience's perspective, with the dramatic irony, like you know who it is. But everybody else is also a little kind of confused and kind of you know weary as to what's happening. But then you know it's just a, it's a big cloaked figure, and then they're running from the big cloaked figure. But towards the end, there's a scene where you finally come face to face with a guy, and you see his full face, and he. And this will be a spoiler moment where I, it's it's just like a holy crap kind of uh, kind of thing. Oh, Mister Gower! I ask, will any will will any of you watch this? Possibly, maybe. And I would have gotten away with it well, too. Well, I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it. All I'm going to say is watch this movie. I was 
very entertained by it. Well, Nathan, you take a turn cranking the or- old um, organ there. So I've been on just dance monkey. I've been dance. on more of a, like a nostalgia and it, just rewatched Top Gun in in hopes that Top Gun Two will point in my lifetime. Don't don't stick the tongue out at me, Drew. Top Gun is sorry. I'm not. I'm not fucking, a top. I'm not a Top Gun fan. Drew, your ass is ready. Checks your butt can't cash. Or, sorry, your mouth is ready. Checks your butt can't cash. Caught that. That teeth. I think that's my <laughs> least favorite you part. You never close your eyes. Well, no, it's like top. Oh, so, but the homoerotic <laughs> volleyball scene. Breaks above that. Yeah, like, no, that's, 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 that's that gets the, the rewind. That gets the rewind. Yeah, show me that. that go high, go high. Like, and then you go low. The and then you go like, low. Oh yeah, we got this goose. Isn't that the like main they, reason why people that, watch that it? That scene. Some some redditor or imager imager imagerian out there needs to imagerian needs to edit cans of natural light. Or Milwaukee's best into their hands while they're playing the volleyball game. It would just make that scene ten times better. What you drinking, bro? Natty Ice. Or what, what was the old Chris Farley <laughs> sketch? Uh, oh, um, was it? It wasn't Paps Blue Ribbon. It was. was it? it was a um, Schlitz, but it was like the one where he does the whole like the glasses yeah, and they're in the pool boys. Oh, I can't think of it off the top of my I mean, head. You guys continue. I, I, I'm going to look this up. I need it. You look it up. Yeah, that that whole scene does kind of feel like the um, juicy fruit. <laughs> juicy fruit. I can try to. Yeah. Like. <laughs> taste is, taste is good. It's uh, yeah. Schmidt's gay. Schmidt's That's gay. it. Schmidt's gay. <laughs> Drink a tall, cold one of Schmidt's gay. <laughs> oh, uh, <clears throat> so my uh, every once in a while, my. My Xbox points overfloweth, and uh, I'll get a, a twenty dollar gift card. And uh, I use the most recent twenty dollar gift card to do the uh, at home movie rental for Green Knight. Mm. And I don't think Drew, you've seen it yet. I'm pretty sure I've Nathan not seen has it. Yet. Watch uh, the trailer for it. A couple when, times. Yeah, when it when it comes out uh, at, a, at a cheaper cheaper format rather than 20 bucks definitely watch it i'm not saying it's the best movie i've seen in 2021 i'm saying it's the most interesting and thought-provoking new movie i've seen in 2021 it's one of those movies that i want to sit down a few more times and watch it through without any distractions and because there's so much going on there's so much uh just symbolism and and metaphor built up in this movie and dev patel as uh the the title character or not the title character but the uh the main character is absolutely phenomenal uh so i i want to see it again um, I'm just not going to pay 20 bucks for it. I'll maybe wait until it's uh, a little bit cheaper, or maybe just buy the DVD when it after it's been out for a little while. But it's really, really interesting stuff. And it's it's sort of like if you had Rat Race on one end of the spectrum, it would be the the complete other side because it's a movie that you can't can't do any texting or you know social media browsing. Like you have to really pay attention to what's happening in each scene. And there's just a lot going on as far as the setting and the colors that I know there's a lot of meaning that's uh, happening. Now, are you judging this not on a spectrum where both movies are because in, in the middle is the pinnacle of movies. Top Gun, obviously. Uh, no, <laughs> kidding. Uh, oh, kidding. No, I'm I'm one hundred percent kidding. Um, 
But Green Knight is not that. Green Knight is a gr- a great film. You're saying it's it's thought provoking and it's it's um it's very smart. Okay. N- whereas Rat Race is very like Drew. Drew said himself, you could turn off your brain and just sort of enjoy it. This is the opposite. Where there's so much going on as far as metaphor and meaning behind each and every encounter that he has along this journey. It's it's very much, you know, almost like almost a Shakespearean in some Pilgrim's ways. Progress. So um did you ever like Dory? It's it's like a Christian it takes every Not like that aspect well, no. of like hope, faith, mm-hmm. um, and the Christian's journey through life and yeah. It's it's like a, a very complex parable. Exactly. Like, I know they're trying to teach the viewers something. I'm just not sure exactly what it is yet. I also watched The Courier with... I enjoyed that on Drew's recommendation. Uh, amazing, yep. I thought. Brooke and I were just kind of like, oh, well, thank this man for for the reason we're here, because there's no nuclear war because of him and uh and the russian russian spy like the crazy good storytelling was not what i was expecting yeah. and even halfway i was just kind of like okay this is you know put some fun jive music to yeah, it but it it changes and anytime you get benedict cumberbach cumberbatch cumberbach cumberbatch I cumberbatch. cumberbatch anytime you get uh old Benedict uh, Cumby Wumbies in a movie where he's, uh, you know, not a CGI dragon. It's usually you end up with at least semi-decent things. I think this was the case of that. Mm-hmm. Someone on the internet talked about Smog being not a dragon. A worlum. Uh, he's a worlum. I mean, he's a, I mean, he's a worm. Like but a he's, wee worlum. He's not Would you like to see him smash me like a worlum? <laughs> He's not technically a dragon because it's the whole idea that like a dragon, the wings are separate and they're not directly connected to. Um, He's not a Malfoy. Uh, <laughs> might be. It might be more of a. Yeah. No, no. A fire Drake from the north. Yeah. So it's it's more like a dragon has the wings separated from the arms. You're a smog's, wizard, Smog. <laughs> smog's wings are connected to his arms. Oh, I have the scar above. above. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, the courier really good. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch and um, the girl that plays Miss Maisel is in it. Which I don't. Mm-hmm. You guys didn't I watch that seen show. that show yet? No. It is, is it really, worth it? Yeah, it's the the first season is. Didn't I think, someone die from it? Oh God, maybe got a bad case of the Maisels? No, I thought, I thought that I thought was like Measles. A, I thought a minor character passed away. Ooh. I don't know because I haven't watched it, and I don't um, Tony, But speaking of passing away, uh, rest in peace, oh, uh, Norm Macdonald. Oh, I know. I saw that today. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fuck there, cancer. Yeah. There's there's a during my lunch break I watched his uh, his segment for Bob Saget's Comedy Central roast, which is which is just pure gold. And then there's another one where he's telling Conan O'Brien a joke about how the moth walks into the podiatrist and it goes on for like a good five minutes. Uh, and it's just, it's so perfect. He had a really good quote about cancer saying that when, when you die, cancer also dies too. So it's not really, you don't really lose. It's a draw. I was like, Ooh, Mm. Oh, fuck cancer, man. Yeah. 
Oi. Pick it back up. Let's go. All right. Uh, picking it back up, if you want to go over to Hulu, folks, there is a delightful little film where you just are like, what What the hell's happening here? And it, the movie is called I'm Just Fucking With You. Oh. And it's about a guy who checks into a hotel, and the guy who's running the hotel is like a nonstop joker. But it doesn't seem to have, like, you know, an understanding of, like, where too far is too far. And, you know, it's it's literally just kind of like the tagline of the film where if something is getting too serious and he tries telling him, like, stop, stop. He's like, dude, I'm just fucking with you. It's, and it's it's a bit of a mind game. It's it's a fun film. Sounds uh, reminiscent of the the bronze teapot or the brass teapot. I think it's the brass teapot where um, it's this magical teapot that this couple finds that when you hurt yourself, um, you get money from this teapot. And as oh. as they're trying to go bigger and harder to get more and more money and they're it's you know, it's changing their lives drastically. It gives less and less. So you're hurting yourself more and more and doing more for body to to get, you know, almost spare change at some points. So it, just the, the story of mm. greed and how far people will go with it. So it's interesting. Interesting. <clears throat> well, also speaking of Hulu, uh, my wife picked a movie the other weekend that I didn't have high hopes for, but actually ended up being a lot more uh, watchable than I thought it was going to be. It was Vacation Friends. With, I've uh, heard good things. With John Cena, which I was like, John Cena, like, doesn't he do like bad Iraq war movies? Like... <laughs> But yeah. uh, he's sort of branching out like uh, Bautista is, and this right. this was rather enjoyable, and uh, he definitely got a lot of laughs out of me. Uh, and it, 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 John Cena's character kind of reminds me of uh, our mutual friend Cody, but he's like a fully self-actualized Cody. And so, like, Ooh. they serve these uh, these people that they meet some margaritas in their their resort room, and he's they take a sip, and he's like, "What? What is that on the rim? That's not salt. Oh, it's cocaine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, 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 that's the... sounds like a guy I know." When the moon hits John your Cena um, <laughs> was in just this last. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Did you watch that, Drew? Yeah. Jack? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Opening New night. season's coming out soon. This fall. New season? No, no. The James... Oh, uh, no. The, the recent one. Yes, yes, yes. I saw that yeah. as yeah. well. Sorry. I thought you meant the... Uh, the Doom Squad? That was the... Doom uh, Squad, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I got Doom, the, Doom, got Patrol. The Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. Not a squad. They could be a squad, but they patrol. It happens. Right. In a squad formation. <laughs> if, if I don't... If I don't somehow... Even... Even for shits and giggles, if I don't get John Cena to play a young Ernest P. Worrell, I'm going to lose my mind. Because if you look at his face side by side with Ernest P. Worrell, oh my gosh, he looks like a young Ernest. He looks like a they'd young have Ernest. They'd, they'd, have to, on, they'd have to CGI him like the uh, the guy who played uh, uh, the body for uh, for pre Captain America, Steve <laughs> Rogers. <laughs> I mean, just, okay, you know what? Maybe not even a movie. Just dress him up like young Ernest, and that's all I want. I just want to see if it looks right, because the, his face is spot freaking. I can get off. behind that. He does. Yeah, Only if they serve it. up some good old eggs erodeus. <laughs> Have you guys been playing any <laughs> games? 
or books. Sorry. Okay. Like let's talk. Let's talk no. about books. Really? And the, the old paperbacks. <laughs> Paperback writer. <laughs> so something that I uh, that I it's not necessarily a book that I've been reading. Well, actually, that's not true. So I'm I'm currently reading through Louis L'Amour's The Last Breed. Uh, because my dad recommended it so much, and he just absolutely loves it. And is that I the sh- one where the dude escapes the Siberian prison yes, camp? Yes, yes, it is. My grandfather gave me that years ago, and I swear to God, the paperback it must have yeah, like it, it was so yellow that it it just looked like a stick of butter by that point. <laughs> I should have been through it already, but I get distracted and I start other books, and I'll eventually I I, I come back to them. So. Uh, what I've been doing is I've been reading it in class when my kids have SSR. But so my dad turned 78 this year and he's had, you know, his recent like health issues and he's had to like not be able to go on trips and, you know, cancel stuff. And he's been disappointed. And so I was like, OK, you know what? To hell with this. So for something that I've got him and it was going to be for his 80th birthday. But I was like, you know what? You need to pick me up. Let's go. So I got him. A first edition of The Last of the Breed, uh, and it is signed by Louis L'Amour. And so I got him that for his birthday. And so he opened that up and his his eyes just lit up. He immediately he immediately like went to the page first couple of pages and he just started reading. Just started reading out loud to us. Oh, Mr. Bilbo. <laughs> so he was he was happy with that. And I was happy that he I want to see mountains that again. He enjoyed it. Mountains. I'm going on an adventure. I'm going on an adventure. <laughs> I'm I'm still desperately trying to like make my way through Dune before the movie comes out. I don't think I'm going to finish it. But Father, we'll see. The book is in your pocket. <laughs> dun 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 dun. <laughs> Just trust the book. <laughs> <laughs> your pocket. <laughs> Ooh. Jeez. Uh, Dune's I- coming out when? <laughs> um, What's inside the box? <laughs> Pain. October. That might be a good. Uh, I think the twenty first. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, unless everyone yeah. has plans to go watch that. Well, I I do believe I do believe Jack will be uh, away. Well, we we could save it for November. Um, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably gonna slut it up and watch it on. Uh, on HBO Max, but I am going to go see it uh, at IMAX or in IMAX when I'm in Ohio uh, with my my buddy Todd, who's mm-hmm. also a big fan. Uh, and so if we end up watching it a third time, but I've been waiting for this movie for uh, my entire <laughs> life. Uh, it's it's one of my, I think, one of my favorite books. I've read it three times. I've listened to the audio version of it twice. That's more than anything I've, any other series or or one book i've ever done repeated so many times uh there is like the 1984 version which that's more of a cult classic uh because it, it sort of butchers the foundation of the book uh but i'm i'm game i shit i'll i'll mm. watch dune you i'll it's like green egg gets in ham for me like i will i will watch it in a box i will watch it with a fox i will watch it with some spicy worms sam i am would you reckon is there any audiobook of that version of that that you oh yes yeah yeah yeah. yes yes there is after this maybe text that to me and uh, i might uh yeah there's a a very good audible version it it doesn't follow it a hundred percent word for word but it it, it's it's like 99.9 percent spot on and you know it's it's multiple characters multiple voices you know if you get an audible account you get a free but you get a free uh 
a, a free download. Download that, that could be your download. <laughs> Do you get? Let's we we we're kind of already past time, but like real quick, in your opinion, what is better, a multiple person reading the book, or you know, with different voices, very acted out, or one person that does the voices, man and woman, doesn't matter. They they go for it. Well, the, the one I I read is narrated by Scott Brick, but it's also like each chapter has some sort of line of poetry or a word of wisdom or a cadence of a song. So it has multiple other voices in it, but they are not sort of acting out individual parts. At least to my recollection. I think when you can come to the answer of like a single narrator doing multiple characters, I want to say one of the best examples is Jim Dale reading the Harry Potter series, who does a freaking phenomenal job. I mean, the man won a Grammy, you know, for narrating the Harry Potter books. I, I probably want to say one one talented voice actor doing the book. I would probably prefer. Um, the most recent book I finished was a, a newer fantasy author. His name is Christopher Buhlman, and it was called The Black Tongue Thief. And I like the title. Uh, as far as as far as the the story goes, the story is serviceable. The plot is decent. The setting is nice. But the thing that shines about the book is the dialogue, because the title character, the the Black Tongue Thief has got one of the filthiest mouths in fantasy uh, that I can recall. And he uses uh, his words almost like like barbed whips. Mm. It is so wonderful and just, just covered in flavor and seasoning. Uh, so I highly recommend The Black Tongue Thief. Currently, I just started on Audible because uh, I usually don't like to read new books on Audible. That doesn't always, isn't always the case, but I'm re-listening to or... The, I read back in, I think, 2007, 2008, uh, The Count of Monte Cristo. Uh, I was running low on Audible credits, so I figured, well, The Count of Monte Cristo is 52 hours long. Uh, so that'll give me uh, a month or two to maybe build up a few more Audible credits. Uh, highly recommend that as well. And then uh, my final recommendation is more of a practical book. It's uh, Ken Forkish's uh, Flour, Water, Salt, and Yeast, because uh, I've been trying to get back into some home bread making and branch outside of just your usual dough and try something different. And this is written in a way that it's really accessible to anybody who has a bag of flour, running water, uh, a little bit of salt, and yes, some yeast. Uh, you can create so much with those those uh, four ingredients in so many different ways that uh, I think this weekend I might just bake us up a loaf of bread uh, mm. and see how we, you guys enjoy on, it. On our ending note, should we let everyone know that uh, The Real Feels is getting together for a little shindig? Yeah, we're, we're, we're putting your Patreon monies to work, we're folks. Get together. We're going to dance. <laughs> we're going to play... Uh, what's the game there? Uh, Jack. Speaking of, uh, we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna play Dune, the board Pa-pow! game, the uh, the new newest uh, iteration of it. Pa-pow. Uh We're we're going to get Catalina some uh, some spiced beer, spiced melange, and uh, a whole bunch of takeout, mm. and uh, just just uh, have just a, a nice gaming session followed by some drinks and maybe uh, a movie or two. Yeah. Yes, and maybe some of the halfling's leaf. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Your love for the Old Toby. (laughs) (laughs) Old Toby. The salted pork is particularly good. (laughs) Hobbits. Well, coming up on October 6th, we have Nathan's Occult Horror. Mm. Hope you guys are. Uh... Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't mention that one as well. That Nathan's movie just left me continuously going, "What the f- what? What the fuck is? What is that? What the <laughs> fuck is going on?" My wife is in the background going, "Text Nathan, tell him this is, is some really fucked up shit." <laughs> what do you expect? What the fuck is going horror, on, Nathan? <laughs> I'm looking at you two. <laughs> I'm looking at you uh... two. Oh, and uh, on October 28th, I'll be bringing you guys some uh, slasher (laughs) horror. (laughs) Uh, And then followed by that, I think the first week of November, Mm -hmm. would that be the 4th? I think it's either the 4th or the 5th. Let me double check. Actually, it will be the the 3rd. Sorry. On the 3rd, I will be bringing you my, uh, was it my sci-fi? Cerebral science, I believe. Cerebral, cerebral (laughs) sci-fi. Cerebral science. Which will not be Professor X plugged into Cerebro. Mm, Unfortunately. Well, we'll get there. there. Depends on which Professor X. (laughs) It depends on how much Patreon wants to give us. (laughs) All right. Well, guys, thank you for joining us for this episode of What Are You Watching? And we hope that you guys have been watching and reading and playing some amazing things. By all means, give us a call on the Tooch line. You can reach the Tooch line by dialing 661-376-0030. You can also hit us up on Facebook and Instagram. Search for The Real Phil's Podcast. We are up on Twitter at Real Phil's Pod and realphilspodcast at gmail.com should you want to send us an email. If only you believe, if only you believe in two schlots, <laughs> Go to sleep we'll get that. by. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, we'll catch you in a month's time for another episode of What Have You Been Watching? And hopefully by that time, people have watched what they needed to, played their heart's content, and finally, one day, finished a book, Nathan. <laughs> What are you willing to watch? What are you willing to read? I'll play a game. <laughs>